Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bad a few. Yeah, that's this show. Riding in my car. And I'm listening to the radio. It's time for Dukes and Bell. Oh, someone told me it's the Black Beverly Hills. Is that true? Driving in Atlanta just got a whole lot more bearable. Welcome to the party, pal. Hi, everybody. Carl Dukes and Mike Bell. The names that mean goodness. Say my name, you know who I am. Carl Dukes. I drink and I know things. Oh, don't question my authority thing. King Kong ain't got on me. Sometimes you just got to call somebody. And I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, ah! And Mike Bell. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. Hope you guess my name. Bring a picture of me every seven minutes until somebody passes out. And then bring one every ten minutes, right? Get ready for the best five hours of your life. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Don't believe me, just watch. This is Dukes and Bell. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. You know what? Why don't we start doing the stuff that other guys have done on other radio shows around the country? No. No. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Atlanta, what's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, hey, man. It is good to have you listening, but Mike Bell, I got to tell you, I am so ticked off with the effort that we saw last night from our Atlanta Hawks. They get blown out at Charlotte, a team that's not any good. I know they won their third straight, but what a piss-poor effort that was last night Mm. with this team. And I got to tell you, man, it's games like this that make people think that not only this team is not going anywhere, Mike, but maybe we can't win with the guy that we have. It's games like this that you have to get up for and say, hey, we're getting ready to go into the break. Let's finish on a strong note. And nobody showed up last night. What was that? Yeah, man, the uh, three-point shooting from DeJounte and Trey has been abysmal, man. It's like seven of their last 33. I looked it up this morning. Uh, and I get it, without the front court in action, not that the front court really does much on a consistent basis, but, you know, there was a size advantage, but still. I mean, you, you got Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. Figure it out. Let's hit some threes, right? Let's, let's, let's just live and die with a three in that game. And, and more than that, just a lack of defense. I mean, you just got beat by a team with 13 wins by 23 points. You know, that, and ball wasn't even playing. Correct. I mean, guys, you get to the point, you know, here in Atlanta right now, we're, we're pretty knockwood, pretty blessed. Braves in Georgia are, comp- are competing for championships every season. The Falcons just obviously have been underachieving, but th- there's hope. Now, we know we got some things to do with the quarterback card, but there's a, lot of, there's a lot of hope amongst the fan base. The Hawks are this close now to being irrelevant, and that's the worst thing. You know, it's one thing where you complain about them every day. It's one time when you stop watching, you know, and if they keep this up, that's what the next step is going to be. I agree. I mean, 
last night, the good news is it is the All-Star break, so we get a break from these guys and get a chance to kind of clear our heads. But that's not the way you want to go into the break. And that gives the fan base no confidence that these guys are going to show up in the second half and do anything. Now, you can tell me, oh, it was one game and it didn't really mean anything. All these games mean something. Right. We're not the top seed in the Eastern Conference. We're fighting for our lives to be in the play-in again and you get an effort like that. So, you know, last night, man, I, I Quinn Snyder, God bless him, because I would have went in on these guys, Mike. Right. I, I really would have. I mean, he, he came out, and he was calm, cool, and collected at the podium, and he said, listen, we didn't make shots, and he said all those things. I would have went in on these guys and probably not had a press conference last night if I was him, because yeah. this is ridiculous. And the thing is, guys, I believe, I think Mike believes this too, the talent even though we're not the most talented team in the East or the West for that matter, but the talent against that team is there to win, and it just didn't show last night. And so that's effort, that's desire, that is the want to, that is the leaders on this team understanding the moment, or maybe we don't have any, Mike. Well, that's it. And look, I know you guys that make excuses for Trey. We know that Trey's putting up big points, and you can't argue. Strictly from a stat line, he's everything you need. Uh, Do you want to see somebody rally the troops and say, guys, we can't play like this? I don't know if that's in him, if that's in his DNA. I know DeJounte kind of made some of those comments last year John Collins used to, then John would go out and not give you any points, so I didn't really back it up. <laughs> but I, like, I'm not even going to go down that road. It is it just, look, they play lifeless basketball. Defense requires hustle and effort. So, it just look, this, this is why the Hawks are right now front and center. Carl knows, because I've been working with Carl for 10 years, if you're new to the show. I literally have a love-hate relationship as a fan with the NBA. I drift in, and I drift out. I, after the 99 strike or lockout or whatever you want to call it, I left. I was like, that's it, and I came back. And then I really fell in love with this Hawks team back in 2021, like everybody else. And, and just to go nowhere with it. And, and, and Quinn Snyder, everybody, when Quinn got hired, oh, Quinn Snyder, he's going to – even he can't figure this out. They need there's X's and O's, Carl, and there's Jim's and Joe's, and we got to get some guys with some heart. What's wrong with the Hawks? Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. It's plain and simple. What is wrong with them? Are we just simply not talented enough? Is it our stars or lack thereof? Is it the coaching? What's wrong with them? Because that was last night. I don't even know how to describe that to somebody who says, "Oh yeah, hmm. by the way, we think this team is going to be pretty good in the second half," and you go into the into the All Star break that way. From one sport to Mike's, as Mike said, to another, and that is the NFL and our Atlanta Haw- uh, Falcons. Mike and I were up at Flowery Branch yesterday talking with the coordinators. Um, Mike, uh, and by the way, positive responses about all hmm. these guys, and you'll hear Marquise Williams coming up. But, you know, from what people got from Zach Robinson yesterday, from what they got from Jimmy Lake, I think Falcon fans are like, this is cool. I'm digging it. But one of the things that we learned yesterday, or at least we got an outline about, was the quarterback position. And, you know, I tweeted it this morning, but I want you to hear this. And, Turtle, let's play this for our listeners because we asked Zach about the quarterback position. I think it was Mike's question about it specifically. And he laid out kind of the the parameters about what they're looking for. He didn't say any names, but, guys, this is what he said. Yeah, I think when you look at that position, it's – that guy's got to be the most competitive guy in the room. They got to have mental, mental and physical toughness. Uh, they got to be able to think. They got to have mental capacity. They got to be able to throw the football accurately. They got to have the inventory of throws, pace, touch. They got to be able to drive it when they need it. Uh, and then they got to have poise. They got to have competitive greatness. All options are on the table. But uh, those are the qualities that we'll look for in terms of somebody that can lead this team. And uh, excited to get that process going with, you know, everybody. So who is that? 
I mean, technically, that's Patrick Mahomes and or Tom Brady. (laughs) That's kind of uh, Joe Burrow, uh, a little bit of Justin Herbert. Uh, Yeah, it's it's elite. It's elite quarterback is what you're looking for. It is. Uh, uh, But I'm glad he laid that out. Here's what we're saying, guys. We want to know as fans, what are you guys looking for? I don't know if he's right-handed, left-handed. I don't know what college he may come from. I don't know if he's Mm. a free agent. But these are the traits. And whoever this guy ends up being, Mike, doesn't have all of this to start. But as he moves along and becomes hopefully a great quarterback and our franchise guy, he has all of this. Mm. Does he possess all of these things to potentially be great? And for me, that's the thing. Like, throwing the football is one thing, guys. We're going to talk about this as we approach the combine this week, uh, next week, and we'll be talking about, you know, guys throwing the rock. Throws and pace and touch and all that stuff. You can get better at that. You can work on that. Mike, for me, it's the things that Zach Robinson talked about that are are the intangibles. Are you competitive? Right. Are you the most competitive dude in the room, in the quarterback room? All these little things that add up to the Patrick Mahomes and the Tom Brady's being great. Those guys are hard to find, man. Right. Now, I know that uh, it's funny because I heard Andy Randy, they were playing the soundbite from our interview, and I was joking around with you yesterday, like, I think that means – a Kirk Cousins type. Then I'm like, no, maybe it could mean a Michael Penix type. No, you know. And again, it, because we have to wait, and we got to wait until you know at least trades would be started. You know, that second week in March, and then of course you know the draft itself. But as a fan, I know I wasn't the only guy, Carl, who was like listening and kind of trying to read between the lines about what exactly are we looking for. He did mention pocket passer a few times in a sentence. He did. And, and by the way, we do need that element. I mean, we don't need somebody running around like Kyler Murray all the damn time. Mm. Uh, you do need that element, but but I will say this. I thought he was excited about what we have offensively as far as the offensive line. He was talking about all those guys up front and saying, hey, there's kind of a foundation here, and I don't think he's wrong. Listen, for whatever we think about Arthur Smith, he did lay a foundation for this offensive line because he was one of those guys, and he was trying to create a run game here. So with the guys we've drafted, Bergeron, a building block, right, you feel good about what we've got. And, yes, there could be some upgrades. But for the most part, we still had one of the best offensive lines in in the league last year, and let's hope that they continue to get better. But we need that pocket passer as well, Mike. We're going to need that element to be successful. You just can't have somebody running around. And I I use Kyler as an example. He's a great athlete, and he makes those plays. But uh, that that is not offense. That is why uh, Cliff Kingsbury did not work there, because that is not what they do week in and week out and going in with the plan and saying, hey, I trust my guy to be in the pocket and make the plays he needs to make. Right, so we're going to find out. Only time will tell, but I know everybody's got their own idea. A lot of guys, a lot of our audience, like Justin Fields, a lot of guys, you know, think that maybe you got to do it via the draft. Then, uh, you know, there's maybe maybe we do something big and bold. Maybe we, I know, we, we don't really, you and I have never really trade talked. Trade up, trade we, up. Well, we've never really talked about Caleb Williams. Yeah. Other than we just, you know, what do you make of his last year? But you, if you take away this year, like you take away Mike Vicks last year at Tech and go back and look last year, you go, holy cow, this guy's electric. Heisman Trophy winner. I don't know. I mean, every, here's the thing, though. We don't operate, as we say, in a vacuum. There's about five or six, maybe seven or eight teams that might be trying to do this, and some are going to come with some serious offers. I'm just, uh, again, we got to wait. I want to know yesterday, but we got to wait this one out. But one thing for certain, and this is not a knock on Arthur Smith, it was a different energy. We talked about it yesterday. It was nice to just hear good, plain football talk delivered concisely about what the vision is from, from all the guys we spoke with yesterday. Well, think about the soundbite you just heard from Zach Robinson. He didn't him and Hall. He said, here's what I want in a quarterback, mental and physical toughness. He's got to be able to think. He's got to be able to throw the football accurately. He's got to be able to inventory the throws, pace, touch. He went on and on and on, Mike. He didn't, he didn't, he, there was no, well, he just want a guy that can really, you know, process. Not all of my players have never coached. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more than that. 
So I'm with you, man, totally. Find us, guys, on social media. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up. See Dukes, the radio show, Dukes and Bell 929. And, of course, follow the radio station at 929 The Game. we got a lot to get to today. Uh, we got some guests that are going to stop by, and uh, we're excited to talk to one of uh, my favorite play-by-play guys, Iron Eagle. Mike, you were talking about uh, the fact that he called the Super Bowl um, and and you were talking about what Italian is that? Well, right? no, he was doing the inter- uh, Chris uh, Thomas, our producer Turtles, and he, he did the international TV feed. Ah. And so I, I'm going to joke around with Ian. Is that going to be like you know you do the and then now it's a third and a fourteen, and then you got a no shot. I mean, you do it in an accent, but we'll talk to Ian about that and also get his take on the season. And you know, from what he thinks about from uh, you know, I guess the thirty thousand foot view, what he thinks about this Falcon team. All right, that is on the way coming up next hour. We're going to hit some headlines coming back. Falcons now focus on, after introducing the coordinators, coaching staffs in place, we got to figure out what we're doing at the Combine. And are we making deals at the Combine? We're going to talk about that when we come back. Also, pitchers and catchers this week. More on the Braves coming up. Stay there. Big show for you today here on Sports. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Radio 92.9 The Game. It is Dukes and Bell Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This hour is brought to you by the Man Cave Store for all of your uh, needs, guys, for family, friends, and fun, visit mancavestore.com. Uh, Mike, I got to mention this. Uh, I tweeted it out. I, actually, I was going to tweet it earlier, but m- I was working. Got up this morning, man. I had a great time last night. Hope everybody had a great Valentine's Day. Big shout-out to Botanical Guards. They had a terrific party hmm. over there last night. And uh, we were over there with some friends, got home, and I didn't hear anything last night. Like, we had this pine on the side of the yard. Right. I guess it was it was dead. I, I hadn't paid attention to it, but it snapped, man. I hate these damn pines. If you've got them in your yard, oh. you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Broke my fence. So I got up this morning, and I was like, why is the fence split in half in two areas? So I had to go down there, get the chainsaw, <gasps> cut the wood. Yeah, man, because, you know, if you've got dogs, we got Mikey, so right. he's like, you know, wanting to investigate. What's going on down here? So I'm like, I had to fix it before I tried to get out of there today. 
But I just uh, Georgia Pines, man. Listen, oh. they're, 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 they suck when it comes to <laughs> snapping, breaking, and coming down on something that you own. Yeah, I know. When I first moved down to, uh, I live in Sharpsburg, just outside Peachtree City, and I remember the first night I was in the backyard. It was so cool watching them sway. And then, and then, yeah. and then I said, of course, if they fall, they're gonna they're gonna kill the house. But yeah, I, I've uh, I've had a bunch taken down. I hate to, I do plant other stuff, but I'm with Carl. And for guys who don't know, I mean, when you have like the kind of rain that we had like all week, and then you get some winds, it's yes. like the worst. It's like a recipe for disaster. So yeah, the joys of homeownership. No doubt. Uh, you guys can hit us up 404-726-0929. And you know, as soon as that happens, right? You're down there. I'm working. I'm breaking my back with this damn chainsaw, and I'm like, I'm cutting all these pines down. And so Michelle's like, um, you're going to take down 15 pines. I'm like, okay, maybe you're right. I'm not. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not, always, are you guys that are buying a house, if you do have trees, you know, you can say, oh, I'm going to call the tree guy. No, 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 it's an arborist. And the uh, the extra syllable <laughs> means correct. about an extra five grand. <laughs> That's correct. You're absolutely right. Hey, man, uh, as we are talking about our Falcons, uh, we'll let you hear from Jimmy Lake. Yeah, thanks, Turtle. It was all morning long. Uh, but you know mm. what? Hey, I got it done, though. I was pretty proud of myself. Nice. I didn't think I'd get it done. So I got it done, got the fence fixed so Mikey can roam, and uh, it's all done. So screw that pine. Um, coming up, we're going to get a chance. Roofs? You're not a roofer. <laughs> <laughs> For those who remember Squid Billy back in the day, who was up in the roof, and it was like it was like a death trap, and he was trying to get it done. So yeah. just call the guy. Just make the phone call. That's it, man. I don't know why people climb up and mm. try to do it themselves. Uh, but anywho, um, coming up, Iron Eagle's going to join us. Also in the NFL Blitz, we'll talk more about what was said at the parade yesterday. A guy that everybody thinks is going to be on the free agent market apparently made a big statement yesterday for the Chiefs and was like, hey, I'm not going anywhere. So we'll let you hear that as well. Turtle behind the glass. Orn is off today. It's Dukes and Bell. Let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. You made me laugh with the arborist thing because it's so true. You you need to call an arborist. And I did one time. I literally called and the guy came out and he was – so professional. And, there's and I a guy, said, what's this going to cost? <laughs> That's just it. The guy, and I don't want, I don't want to throw him under the bus because he listens to our show. He's a really nice guy. We've had some fun conversations. But remember the first time he took me and showed me around like the, the 10 or 11 trees? I said, well, how much is that going to cost? He goes, oh, about $9,000. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. how much does this That's cost? That's funny. How much is it really going to cost? Uh, yeah. Anywho. Hey, man, let's hear from Jimmy Lake. He uh, apparently believes in the same thing I believe in, and that is – can he play? If you can, then you'll play for the Falcons and you'll start for him. Listen. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, believe me, we will play anybody that's going to play fast, free, and physical now, whether you're a rookie or, or, you're, or you're a 12-year vet, 15-year vet. Um, if you can go, you can go. And so it doesn't matter if it's your first year or your 10th. And so I'm an equal opportunity employer. Now, we did get a couple of texts, uh, tweets, I should say, and texts on the text line. Uh, people were just kind of twitching and having, like, nervous reactions, flashbacks to Dan Quinn with fast, free, and physical. And as, I, <laughs> as I pointed out to a couple of our listeners, I said, but remember, he did ask, he added free into the equation. Not, and for those who don't remember, Dan Quinn was, were fast and physical. That was kind of the mantra. But I think all defenses want to be fast and physical. But these guys can be fast and free and physical. Yeah, listen, can they play? That's all right. I care about. I mean, all these these, these slogans and quotes, right. and I get it, man. I mean, if you start a meeting, if you're Jimmy Lake and you say, hey, here's how we're going to play, if you ask somebody simplistically, how are we going to play? We're going to play fast. We're going to play free, meaning I'm not thinking too much, and we're going to play physical. I'm cool right. with that. 
If, and we, if we right. have that kind of defense, Mike, I hope we're pretty damn good. Now, one of the guys, you know, it's funny, we always kind of bang on the Kyle Pitts pick because he was a first-rounder, but a second-round pick when there were other pieces to be gotten was Troy Anderson. And everyone sees the upside in his rookie season, but he's still very, very raw because, he remember, he played every position in college and only lined back to the last two. But can Troy Anderson flourish uh, being healthy, first things first, in this offense? Nate Landman's a guy I'd like to keep around. You know, I think he's a free agent. And uh, Caden Ellis also kind of fits what the guy's going to do. It's a 3-4 with one of the linebackers or the, the edge rush guy, you know, in the mix as your as your designated pass rusher, as it were. Yeah. Um, At times. Do, do we, and I like all those guys, if healthy. The right. Anderson thing right now for me is, I think he's for you too, question mark. We, right. we think he can be good, but we're not quite sure yet, right? Well, I'm an equal opportunity employer. Right yeah. on. Yes. We just we haven't seen enough. I mean, I, I know what we think we're going to get, but, you know, I'm, after Desmond Ritter, I'm not projecting anymore. I'm just, I'm just going to wait and wait for the results. And well, tell you what I think may happen, but I, I mean, like, you, you can't wish things into being that this guy's going to be the next Brian Urlacher, right? You know, or Luke Keekley. <laughs> nice white references. Again, guys, remember when comparing linebackers, always go white guy to white guy. <laughs> nice comparison. Hey, man, headlines brought to you by ATL Live Well. Don't live. Don't just live, live well. Hey, uh, speaking of um, the parade yesterday and all that was going on, um, a cool day for the Chiefs outside of, obviously, of the shooting afterwards. But uh, Andy Reid, Mike, was talking about how Mahomes has been handed the keys to the league. I'm curious to know if you believe this. This is uh, Andy Reid, the head coach of the Chiefs. He makes it difficult look easy. It's at the highest possible level in the whole world. Yeah. There's only 32 of him in the whole world. And he's the special of the special. So I, I think that's great. I watched Tom Brady turn the keys over to him, which was cool. Tom said, hey. This is your league now, man. All right. Yeah, man, uh, Andy Reid is you know, such a great guy to play for. I think everybody was pulling for him. I mean, for many years in Philadelphia, all those, you know, coming up short moments in the NFC Championship and, and Super Bowls, and now he's got the uh, the transformative quarterback. And you talked about after the shooting, you heard the stories yesterday about a number of Eagles players, once everything was, they got to what was considered a safer zone, you know, c- comforting some of the young people. Uh, kids were crying, and you, you heard about one of the guys gave the championship belt that he had on the parade route. And just, you know, I mean, we're, we're still still a, a real lack of information about the alleged shooters coming out, but uh, stories of heroism, certainly the folks that were taking down one of the alleged shooters along with the police getting the job done. Unfortunately, this kind of thing rears its ugly head in a day that should have been just absolute a blast for everyone, including the, the, a DJ, Carl, a, a, a female DJ that was well-loved in Kansas City is is the one murder is, is murdered in this uh, shooting. I know, Mike. Um you know, it made me think about us. Mm. Seriously, just being out, having fun, being out with the fans, and a random situation like this plays out. And I saw that last night when I got right. home, and I was like, man, you just never know. So, um, again, Situational awareness, but still, you shouldn't have to go out like no. literally you know, expecting some nonsense like this to happen. No, no doubt about it. Hey, um, other news locally, and then we'll get to the Hawks. Uh, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mike, Sean Elliott steps down as, as head football coach at Georgia State. Yeah, I, I'm a little confused. Now, look, uh, if it's about family and everything, okay, I get that. But he's a grown man. You know, he's, he's certainly a grown man who preaches commitment to his program. And has done a nice job for Georgia State. But to, to make this move, that's one thing for Chip, Chip Kelly, if he didn't do anything this year, was going to get fired by UCLA anyway. But Chip Kelly moving to Ohio State, Bill O'Brien turning down a job to become a head coach, and a guy in a non-Power you know power 5 moving on to be a tight ends coach. Now, he's got a connection, Carl, to South Carolina, but he's like two or three days into Georgia State's early you know spring football. Strange. Yeah, the timing, and, and I know Coach Elliott pretty well. Um, he's a great guy, and... and I thought he did a pretty good job there considering 
Um, you know, they, there was a lot of transitioning going on right. in the last five years with him and the program, the stadium. But I'll say this. Yeah, the timing is a thing that, that is concerning, right? If you were going to do this, do it right after the season. Give Georgia State a chance to set themselves up for success. Or maybe Mike and there's a guy on his staff that he's yeah. trying to set up and get the job. I, I don't know. I, I yeah, what the coaching staff looks like, but yes, the timing bothers me. Yeah, and look, I mean, you and I talked about this. I was, I think, I was on vacation the week that you got to tour the Georgia State facilities a couple of years ago, and I, I wasn't trying to be a killjoy. So we know we got, you know, there's probably thirty, forty thousand Georgia State alum that are really passionate about their football program. But I've often wondered and debated the logic of of going all in and trying to compete. When, you know, you and I, I've, like, I've been banging the drum for the power, you know, the, the, the super conference, and eventually we're going to have clearly a have-nots, you know, and a haves with a line of demarcation, and Georgia State's going to be in that bottom half, and, 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 you know, putting the money into it, knowing the odds are against you, you know, to maintain relevancy. So, I don't know, a lot of coaches around the country are looking at this saying, this is where we're going, and that's why I might just jump, jump ship at some point. His biggest moment, right, 2019, Georgia State goes up, beats Tennessee in yep. Knoxville. It was, it was news everywhere. And then you talk about they had close calls against Auburn, almost beat them. North right. Carolina, almost beat them, almost beat South Carolina. Kind of like an app state, the way they were doing the, you know, slaying the Dragons are getting close. Yeah. 2021 was his best season at 8-5, and five, but that set a school record for wins. And then they went bowling, Mike. They went to a bowl. But, yeah, right. I, I, I'm curious to see where they go. I, I think it could be a sleeping giant. The problem is, to your point about the changing face of college football, hmm. um, the haves and have-nots, the investment – the collectives, all of this stuff that we're seeing right. now. And I've always felt like, man, you've got all this talent in the state of Georgia. You know, everybody can't go to Georgia, right? Everybody's right. not going to go to Alabama or Auburn. You, you've got so much talent here. You could recruit and be really good locally. And so I, I felt like the program could be really good, but we'll wait to see who finds hmm. uh, who, who ends up getting that head coaching job. Yeah, all I right. just, as I said, I'm just – the whole thing I kind of saw that today, and I'm like, Ur! like make like a dog noise, like turning your head, because you wonder now: are these kids now they get the window to transfer out? And as you said, how do you, you know, unless you got some guys, some coaches have done this in the past. Usually, it's in college basketball. Or, you know, it always happens late where the uh, so sort of the athletic director has to go. Yeah, okay, that's that's the incumbent. We'll take it. Weird. It is. Hawks lose one twenty two ninety nine. They limp into the All Star break. And there's a guy that we thought might be really good this season. And he's done. You want to say it with me? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. We're going to talk about it when we come back on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. What are we going to do, Atlanta? What are we going to do about our Atlanta Hawks? It's the all-star break, which is the good news. Bad news is they didn't play worth a darn last night against a bad Charlotte team. It's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Mike, one of the guys that we thought might be, specifically you, you said this, is A.J. Griffin. He... Yeah. Now, he was out with illness, but he's been out all season, right? Yeah, I mean, and there was some, a lot of DNPs, and there was personal stuff. I mean, like, we're not going to guess what it is, but, you know, it makes you just go, what the, what's going on? I just thought, you know, he showed some sparks down the stretch last season, the second half, when he finally got on the floor. You know, yeah. he obviously wasn't going to get a lot of time with the, you know, because, look, Nate, like a lot of veteran coaches, hates rookies, and it's just the way it is. But, and then Quinn didn't really go to him much, like I thought he would. But I thought, you know, you saw some, you know, the, a three-point sniper plays decent defense, and now he's, he's totally inconsequential on this team. Yeah, and I don't know quite how to explain why, um, mm. to your point. So, you know, that's a guy, and, and here's what we're saying, guys. We're looking for guys that might be able to help you and maybe spread the floor a little bit more and help Trey and catch and shoot guys. He's one of them. You know, you need as many guys as you can to, that can create their own shot. Um, it, it's one of the reasons why Golden State was so successful during their run uh, of the dynasty that they are currently in. I think it's over, but, right. you know, that is why. So, but, yeah, I just I don't understand that. So injuries to uh, Double O, Onyeka, and Clint Capella didn't, didn't help the situation as well. Bogey but, was inconsistent, too. I mean, just – yeah, it's just you. You just looked at this team. I will say this: the one guy who the last four or five games is actually showing out, and his minutes are going up a little bit, is DeAndre Hunter. Yeah. So I know, like, I just got, like we gotta we gotta give him some praise and be fair about it because we've killed him for the better part of three and a half seasons. Because when you're picked fourth overall, there's just like anything else. There's expect just like for Kyle Pitts or anyone else. There's expectations. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he he actually really a few guys that you know. Didn't suck last night. Trey, by the way, I find out I was telling Chris during the commercial break, it's ironic he's in the three-point shooting contest because he can sure as hell use the practice. <laughs> you know, I mean, Trey, he started off the month. I was looking at his game log. He started yeah. off the month like a house of fire. You know, he shot 63 and 66% uh, against Phoenix and Golden State. And then the last three games, he's averaging about 23.5% from three. And as I told you, him and DeJounte Carl combined seven for 33 the last two from the stripe. From the three-point line, I should say. Bro, it's not going to get it done. No, flat. Just, that's not going to get it done. <laughs> um, I hope he performs well at the three-point contest because you're right. Maybe that's something that can uh, grow his confidence coming back into the second half of the season, and maybe you know he can he can uh, play a little bit freer from the three-point line. Listen, when you're struggling from the three-point line, and for Trey, you guys know this. Right. That's where it starts. Like, if you got to defend that. That means as soon as he crosses half court, he might be shooting it. And if you got to right. go out there and defend that, now I can blow by you and create shots for other guys. But if you, you're not trusting that and you're off, Mike, I don't have to run out there after you. So, <laughs> right. Exactly um, right. Don't that, have to, that, there's no threat. No threat. So I hope he does, you know, shoot it well in a three-point contest. But, yeah, I just – I'm starting to believe now, and this is just real talk, right? I, are we even thinking of – I mean, playing is one thing. Are we even thinking that we might not make the playoffs, Mike? 
Nah, I, I got a feeling that uh, we'll probably just kind of stick right there at ten because you know, I mean, you, you lost to a team that's inferior to you without uh, was it was it uh, ball wasn't ball. out there last night? You yeah. didn't see it. Uh, you look at where Brooklyn, if uh, if they can, can they put something together? I I don't know. They're in the basically in the same boat as us. They play better defense than us. Certainly, they don't they just don't score as much as we do. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we're kind of stuck right where we are. We're stuck in neutral, you know, behind the Bulls. I Low think, pace. Yeah, I think we'll be, you know, and as as ten, you know, you're all you're on the road and everything in the play-in, basically, just for the right to get smoked by the Celtics. Hawks host Toronto on February 23rd. That will be the game coming out of the break. Hopefully, guys will be rested. But we're taking your thoughts as well at 404-726-0929 about what's going on with this team. Ups and downs, the inconsistency. Mm. Sometimes we play well, like last night. We don't play at all. I mean, I. I just don't know where to point the finger. And you said this, and and I don't want to kill Quinn Snyder because, again, you inherit these things, right? And you say, okay, I can work with this. He he did it for 20 games last year, and everybody talked about, oh, it's 20 games, and he's getting a feel for this team. And we said, okay, great, full offseason. And then then this is what we get? Like, I, I, I get that these are not necessarily all the pieces he may want to have, but all the things that we thought were going to be better, specifically defensively, Mike, They've been worse at times. I mean, the, what what measurable are you looking for? Points scored. That's pretty much it, right? How much points are you allowing? Nobody's given up more points than the Hawks. I mean, so you're the worst defensive team in the league. It's not like we're radio guys. These guys are the worst defensive <laughs> team in the league. You know, no, no, you really are. You are, de- by definition, Use the worst defensive. Again, you? <laughs> you know, the, I got to tell you, nobody's playing defense, man. These guys, you know, tell you what. Yeah, yeah it's not. It's not. I'm not <laughs> that sports talk hype guy. Oh, they, they literally, by every metric, are the worst defensive team. And Quinn, I, I don't know, Quinn Snyder, every time I see him on the postgame press conference, it looks like he needs to be on the couch with an analyst. Like these guys are breaking his will and his soul. You know, whether we left early for the break. <laughs> but aren't they? Yeah. I mean, honestly, there are times as a coach where you just don't have any answers. You're like, Coach, you want to sub somebody in for what? I mean, yeah, it's like I mean, hey, we're not doing anything. You know, and it's funny because I, I was joking around about you know going to get you know somebody to a, a big, and I didn't realize we we're going to lose Capella and Okongo at the same time. But I just thought maybe you try to get somebody as some kind of a rim protector. You know, not, you know, you know what I mean, Carl. The typical yes. knuckle dragon Eastern European guy who scores like four mm. points a game, but can maybe get some fouls for you and keep some guys off the basket. And that would have worked right now, but they didn't even do that. Uh, before Mr. Semantics, there's a couple of guys that always light us up, hits me up. Well, technically we're tied with the Wizards, okay, but they've got nine wins. Oh, come on. And they've also averaging given up 123.9 to opponents. I mean, you're giving up 120. I know scoring's up in the league, but you're giving up 124. You'd have to go back to the late 70s and, or the ABA to find that kind of defensive prowess or lack thereof. And, and the ABA, that right. was their thing. Right. For those who don't remember, that's why – they were successful. This was how they played. It was get up and down and score as many points. We score one seventy. You score one seventy five. But uh, yeah, man, I I, I don't want to be compa- I don't want to be compared to the Wizards. No, I mean, look, I think Jackie Moon in the Flint Tropics probably played more defense even in a movie than we are right now in the NBA. We just need to compete more. That uh-huh. is, and that's the problem, Mike. See, that's the problem for me. It's not even that, like, okay, the standings, the scoring, and all. Compete, man. That's coach speak for the effort's not there. That's coach speak for the you guys are not giving me effort. You're mailing it in. You're ready for the vacation. You keep playing like this. Your vacation's going to come real soon. All right, so Wimby is averaging 3.2 blocks a game. 
Walker Kessler, who you have no idea what he looked like if he walked past you for Utah, is averaging 2.8 blocks a game. Brooke Lopez for the Milwaukee Bucks is giving you 2.7 blocks. Chet Holmgren, who missed Uh the entire season last year for Oklahoma City, is giving you 2.6 blocks. Anthony Davis, street clothes, 2.6. I mean, these are guys, and I'm just telling you, and Gobert's not leading the league in that category, guys. He's not. He's in Minnesota. He's averaging about a a block a game. So, to Mike's point, I bring that up to just say – that is something we don't necessarily have when you talk about a true rim protector. Right. You know, Miles Turner in, in Indiana, he's a beast. He's been killing us the, the first two games of the season we played those guys. He's been on the glass and blocking shots and doing all these things. We just don't have an equivalent of that right now, and, and we didn't make a move to go get any advice right. like that. And that's like I said, I, I didn't expect anything big. I mean, teams, you know, the teams that are doing well enhance their rosters. Teams added some pieces. There were no, there was no big superstar swap of players. I think if fans are expecting that, I don't think you're going to see that in the, in the current CBA era. But just do something to improve your team, and they, they want to do that. So you know, the, the, the ownership thing in the offseason, and like, yeah, I'm going to start talking about the offseason because I don't think we're going to do anything. You know, be happy, Carl, to be proved wrong by the Hawks. You know, yeah. And I, I just feel that this thing, it's it's just it's so flat and lifeless. You know, Did you say flat, flat. I said flat, Nate. <laughs> We're flat. You know, you know. And, and one thing we talked about this uh, the other day when we had uh, who was on from uh, NBA or NBA Odyssey Insider, Chris. That was uh, Nick Nick Friedle. They got everybody losing their minds about Trey. Look, I still think you can build around Trey, but it's going to require spending money. Yeah. You know, and you you and you're not the only. But again, you're not the only team that wants a big and wants a D a three and D guy, right? I mean, we need some stuff. But the only way you're going to – the only way – and I said this to Carl yesterday, it's, it really is hard for me to read. My, my mind just goes blank, Carl, reading all the cap rules and everything. But this John Collins exemption, we have a chance to do something with it, a $24 million marker in the offseason. But that doesn't mean to blow the team up. It means let's go out and really spend on a star player, right? But I, I just don't know if Russ is going to have the, the wherewithal to do that. This hour is brought to you by the Man Cave Store. For family, friends, and fun, visit mancavestore.com. Coming up, there could be another quarterback in the offering if you're interested. I am not necessarily interested because Mm. I would rather go and pick it off the tree than do this. But we're going to tell you what may be happening with another quarterback in the NFL as part of our NFL Blitz. Ian Eagle is going to join us as well. Coming up at 320, he called the Super Bowl, had the world feed, which is pretty cool. But we'll get his thoughts on all the things that happened. Great play-by-play guy and, uh, of course, now the voice of March Madness as well. We're coming back. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 